Hey, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Ethan. I watched the first half of Green Book. I watched the second half of Green Book. And this is, is the, the other, other half. half. I have the hardest time yeah. not calling this Green Room. I know! Because you guys talk about Green Room all the time. Because it's a it. good movie. Yeah. It's a very good movie. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I, I wonder how many people... Like, we'll get this online and go, Green Room, that's probably the name of, of yeah. what I'm talking about. Which I think is is kind of a funny thing when you think about it, because the title of this movie, you know what a green book is. I'm sure you do, because you've watched this movie. I do. Right. Is a book of, it was an old-timey book of... Uh, the 50s, yeah. Yeah, during, yeah Jim, uh, Jim Crow laws of safe places for like African-Americans to stay mm-hmm. uh, while they were traveling through the South. That places um, that would welcome them and not be like, get out of here. Yes. So this movie is um, kind of about that, but the protagonist is not a black Apparently. man. Right. No. That's, so that's what we're going to get into in this movie. Is mm. I, I feel like this movie is, is, is an interesting film because like, it, it's, 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 uh, it's up for an Oscar, mm-hmm. Best Picture Oscar yeah. this year. Um, and it's it's a very interesting film because it's it, it's it centers around a white protagonist. Yes. Uh, who is they were they, this is based on a true story. The first things you see is inspired by a true story. Mm-hmm. I think inspired is a very very strong key, word. Key word. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, it is it, it's written by the son of the main character. Yes. Um, and it's sort of the main character's name is Tony. 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 Oh yeah, listen here. Tony Lip is his yep, name. Tony. Is that his name? Or is he, it Joey? It's Tony. Okay, Tony yeah. the tiger. Yeah. Uh, yeah, They're Tony. Great. Yes, yeah, Tony Lip, uh, a real man mm-hmm. uh, who uh, was hired uh, by a real, another real, is a musician, Doctor Don Shirley, played mm-hmm. by uh, Mahershala Ali, mm-hmm. one of the greatest actors. Yeah, I love Mahershala. I've seen him in a ton of other stuff. I saw him in Moonlight a couple of years uh, ago. Amazing. Saw him in Luke Cage. He was great. So in Luke Cage. <laughs> Uh, and he's also in the newest uh, season of uh, uh, True Detective. Oh, yeah. And he's amazing in it. Oh, have you seen that He's already? really good, yeah. I haven't seen him yet. I've, I've been watching it. It's really good. Uh, so, yeah. And so this movie is based off of the stories that this guy was told by his father mm-hmm. uh, about having to drive Mahershala or uh, Don. <laughs> Mahershala, Doc. Little, driving Doc around. Driving Doc around the South and protecting him from racists. Mm-hmm. Even though the movie does not take any time getting across the fact that the main character is in fact a humongous racist yeah that that's weird because in my half he looks like a nice dandy old person oh yeah well he's standing up for him because that's his job uh, right okay. but early on in the movie we have scenes of him uh like he comes home uh and uh his wife has hired some repairmen to fix uh, the sink and they're both black men uh-huh. and she gets him like a drink uh, to drink and he comes home and sees all this and then his family's there and his family uh is like hey we have to be here to protect your wife you know just in case and then they say all this in italian right. so that nobody like hears it yeah but there clearly he was raised among racists yeah and people with this sort of idea and somebody comes home and sees this and uh the black repairmen leave after drinking their lemonade he takes the glasses and throws them away oh like, and then later on when he's uh driving doc around in the car he has to get up to go to the bathroom and he brings his wallet with him because he doesn't want uh. the doc to steal it from him and there's a bunch even, of other even though doc has a billion dollars he's the one paying him <laughs> yeah you know uh yeah so yeah and there's a ton of other uh, uh things around that as well but that's one of the things we we get to know the other thing is it's clear he he has uh, mob ties. Uh, he's Italian. Yeah. Oh, yeah. These are all things like a dad would say to 
their son that's, you know when saying this movie and that's that's what i find interesting about this movie yeah because it, it does all feel like that and the controversy around it is that right. um uh, like none of it was true the family uh, of doc have said like a lot of this has been very much like he was inaccurate. just he was just a hired dude right like, he, wasn't he was a just friend of he his. Was an employee, he's an employee uh, just a friend yeah and i'm like that's like totally like over exaggerating dad would say like yeah we we're best friends well, i know him and it's like well, do you know why his name is is his name's tony lip mm-hmm. that's the short for him you know why his name is 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 tony lip because he he's a bullshitter uh, he says it in the movie i'm yeah. a bullshitter yeah. and he and constantly we see him lying we mm-hmm. see him trying to get himself out of trouble and it's like i think i think this movie's great as an examination of a son writing a story from his father yep. like one of my favorite uh movies uh that tim burn ever made is uh is 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 big fish mm-hmm. which deals with that as well like how do you deal with the fact that your father probably told you things that aren't accurate yeah uh how do you as a son deal with that sort of situation and do you pass these stories along and where are they placed uh and i find this movie very interesting because the main character of the movie says on multiple occasions, I lie. You see him yeah. lying. You yeah. see that he can get he, he he can he can bullshit people, you know? And watching this movie, like how much of this is bullshit, you know? Yeah. How much of this is real? Well, it's nice they said inspired. Inspired by a true story. a lot of a lot of movies say based. Yeah. And well, this is like even like more, more stretched like, out. Yeah, that. exactly. And that's the other thing is, is like I was reading up a little bit, and we we sort of talked about this a little bit also with the uh, the last movie we talked about mm-hmm. with uh, with um, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, the his like historical accuracy of these things. Yeah. Um, and I said in that one as well, it really doesn't matter. Yeah. Uh, and it doesn't matter if you're able to tell like a good story, but mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, if you're gonna title your movie based on a book for african-americans and yeah. your main character is a white guy <laughs> yeah i mean i i would say that uh i almost feel like i guess maybe by the point i saw it i was like they're both equally main characters right, at right, this right. point like yeah. i guess his story just kind of goes to the side almost the white guy's story right, uh, right, right. tony's story Tony's story it just kind of was like on equal footing right okay and i almost wonder if it's an intentional choice i wonder because that's the thing is is like we don't when we meet doc he seems very bizarre like we meet him in his office he lives above Carnegie hall mm-hmm. uh and we meet him in his office and it's it's full of like there's like elephant tusks and there's like old-timey like uh you know historical artifacts all around Mm -hmm. his office and he comes in in a shawl and he sits on a throne and it feels very like other you know like the movie is trying to portray this thing of like hey this is just tony he's from you know he's He's from everything he's from the street you can see your papa starving from him last weekend exactly and then we meet the doc and he's this strange otherworldly person (laughs) who that's what the movie's trying to portray you know Uh, and it, it it confuses the main character. He's like, "What is this person?" And then later <laughs> on, when when it's like, you know, it, it's revealed that the doc hasn't eaten like fried chicken. That's a scene where he's like, where uh, you know, Tony's like, "What? You've never eaten fried chicken? Don't your your people love fried chicken?" Yeah. And okay. Yeah. This is a scene that yeah. happens. Yeah. I'm not making this up. Ah, all right. And then and then the guy's like, "No, I haven't." And then he's like, "What? You don't like all these black artists? They're your people. Don't you like you know Little Richard? You've never heard Little Richard before? You haven't heard Aretha Franklin?" Uh-huh. And he's like, no, I haven't heard that. And it's just like, that's, you know, that it, like clearly there's this thing of like the main character who is us, the audience, mm-hmm. is looking at this other guy going like, what a weird guy. He doesn't know, you know, because we don't know the things this guy knows. Yeah. We don't know that we, we aren't seeing the world from from Doc's eyes. We're seeing it from Tony's eyes. And mm-hmm. Tony knows 
you know who Aretha Franklin is. You know yeah. who Little Richard is. You've eaten KFC. We don't understand. <laughs> you, you know, that's it's. Is that not inaccurate? <laughs> it's true. I've done all these things. <laughs> yeah. You know what? We haven't done. We haven't lived above Carnegie Hall, and we haven't uh, collected ancient artifacts, and we aren't uh, world-renowned pianists. Yeah, I don't do any of those. No. Now, um, I, I, I'm a sort of renowned podcaster. <laughs> uh, I don't have that many trinkets in my house. <laughs> that's true. And you I don't just have, live in a house. You don't have tusks. No. Uh, yeah. So that's basically like the beginning of the movie. That's basically it. Okay. I mean, we get to know Tony a bit. One of the other things we get to know is he doesn't have a lot of money. Yeah. Um. You know, he, he's uh, working class. Blue he's working collar. class guy. Yeah. He used to work at uh, the Kuka. What was it called? The <laughs> the Ku Klux Klan. No. Is that what you're gonna say? <laughs> no, no. Cabana. Oh. Oh. Go, okay. Go <laughs> God. I was like, holy shit! They took him from all the way. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was like real racist. <laughs> no, but actually, before this movie, there's a there's there's a trailer. For a character, oh my God! Like now that I think about it, it's uh, it's it's uh, what is it? When there was a segregation in schools, and mm-hmm. they have one of the main characters is in the Ku Klux Klan, played by a Sam Rockwell. Oh. Like that's one of the movies, one of the trailers before this movie. Okay, yeah, yeah, all right. uh, you know, so that's pretty great. Uh, but where's I going with this? What was I going to say? Oh yeah, he he was he he uh, he doesn't have a lot of money to pay for rent, even though he has two kids. Uh, and he's uh, got a wife, Linda Cardellini. Yeah. And so first thing he does to get uh, to get money is he does a, a hot dog eating contest. Okay. So he All right. So he just does any job. That. Yep. That's one of the things we get to know about him is that he is, uh, you know, he, he eats a lot. Guy eats a lot of food. All right. Yeah. He's got a bit sense. of a gut on he's him. He's a big gut. Uh, yeah. What else? Viggo Mortensen, by the way. Yeah. Viggo Mortensen. Who uh, uh, I haven't seen since Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he was in he's, been in, he's been in stuff. He's been I know. in stuff. Yeah. He was not in the Hobbit movies. Uh, no, he was not, and he didn't want to be. Right. So good for him. Good you for know him. what? <laughs> yeah. So good choice. Th- there's one line. There's one bit in movie I really love. I thought it was really, really great. Uh, so they are in. Oh gosh, what is it? Uh, trying to find it. Okay. So there's one part where during the tour, because the the idea is is that Doc has to go through all these different places over two months. These two have to be driving all across America, and he has a tour at this one place. Um, it's like a really prominent like. Uh, uh, house of intellectuals mm-hmm. and so doc goes in to play the piano and it's him and his band in there it's just the three of them actually it's 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 the piano player and then like the stand-up bass and then uh, mm-hmm. one other guy so they're in there playing and we get a shot of of tony out there with all the other drivers and mm-hmm. it's clear that tony's the only white driver there mm-hmm. and, and he's hanging out with all okay. the other black drivers interesting. interesting so i was like okay what is this movie trying to say here? The movie is trying to say, hey, we're not so different, you and I. You know, mm-hmm. I'm a working class guy. I'm driving this famous dude around. And yeah. I'm not going in the house. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm hanging out with you guys. There's even a, 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 scene, a scene where they're uh, rolling dice and he's getting money off of them. Oh. You know, it's a scene that happens. Yeah. And so then the movie did. It surprised me because then he's called by Doc like, hey, we're, we got to get out of here. And he goes, hey, man, I was just hanging out with them. You know, we're, we're all hanging out together. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost like. He's the movie telling the audience, look, we're all the same. You know, we're all the same. And then Doc says, no, you're not the same. They didn't have a choice to be out here. You did. He was like, earlier in the movie, Mm -hmm. he goes, you know what? I just won't go in the house if they're not going to say my full name. Mm -hmm. You know, I I don't want to be disrespected like that. I just won't go in the house. Yeah. And Doc makes it a point to say, you could have gone in. They didn't have a choice to go in. You did. Yeah. There is a difference between you two. Mm-hmm. And it's like, good. I'm glad the movie's taking an effort to do that kind of thing. Yeah. That's great that the movie's doing something like that. But then later on, there's a scene where they're eating fried chicken. And um, and uh, uh, Doc's like, you know, I don't, this is disgusting. You know, what am I supposed to do with this? It's 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 gross. And 
And uh, Tony says, relax and enjoy it. And I'm like, is that what this movie is trying to tell me? Is to just relax and enjoy this movie? <laughs> yeah, man. Relax and enjoy just it. Just relax and enjoy it. What are you doing? Thinking about this movie. Don't think about too much. Don't like think about plot too much. Like there's this one scene where he uh, they're eating the chicken and then he throws out garbage out the window. <laughs> That the the, the uh, Tony's just throwing garbage on out of the window. That's, You're reading a lot into this, but that, anyway, continue. that's a thing. That's a thing that uh-huh. happens, and that's a thing that happened. You know, littering really wasn't a thing back in the day. You know, everyone did it. Yeah, everyone did it. That was just a co- a common thing. But just earlier on, he says, "This is a beautiful nation. This is a beautiful country. It's beautiful out here." And yet he is throwing trash upon it. Mm-hmm. This thing that he calls beautiful, mm-hmm. and he calls it he calls it elegant, and and he looks upon it with wonder. He's throwing trash all over the fuck in it. Yeah. You know, it's like he's ignoring. He's ignoring these things. He's ignoring the dirt and the disgusting trash that covers this yeah. landscape. And he's causing it as well. He didn't realize it. He thinks he's helping. He thinks he's, you know, right. he's thinks he's like, oh, lower class all the same, you know. Right, exactly. But it's like, no, I mean, it's, a bit, it's different. It's different. It's, it's different. different. And you're and you're the cause of it. Yeah. You're not aware of it, but you're causing the trash that is on yep. that is that is populating and, and polluting this beautiful country. Uh, and then there's one other scene, one of the last scenes that I walked out of because uh, you had to come in. Not, I, did. I didn't walk out of the movie going, ah, fuck this. <laughs> uh, it was mostly just boring, really. I wasn't like offended by it. I was just bored by it mostly. Uh, so they're in a plantation style place. Uh, and the guy who runs it has invited Doc there to play the piano. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he says, they're all having dinner. And he goes, I asked my help what Doc would like for dinner. Mm. And they said fried chicken. So they serve fried chicken thinking uh, that Doc likes fried chicken. Even uh-huh. though it's been established before. He doesn't. doesn't. And clearly that choice was made in a very racist way. Right. And then Doc has to go to the bathroom and he finds the bathroom and he's about to walk in. And then the guy who runs the place goes, oh, are you looking for the bathroom? And he goes, yeah, it's right back here. And he goes, oh, no, uh, there's actually one out there and it's a gross outhouse. Yeah. And he's like, you have to go out there. And he goes, well, I can just go to the one in my hotel. Like, I don't have to go out there. And he goes, all right, then. So, yeah. So he goes. He, he, he gets uh, he gets um, Tony to drive him back to the hotel. And uh, that's the end of my half. Huh. Okay. There's also a rock. Yes, he has a lucky rock. I was going to ask you about that. He steals it. Who who stole it? Tony stole it. Oh, from from a, a roadside thing. He was he was going up to get some smokes and a beer and stuff. Uh-huh. And he finds all these rocks out ready uh, to be sold. Uh-huh. Uh, and then he finds one on the ground, and so he just picks it up off the ground and takes it without buying it. Oh. And then well, gets... that's because it was just on the ground, like, or was it because that's exactly. The interesting point of this is because he comes back and Doc's like, you had to pay for that. And he goes, it was just a rock. It was just a rock. It was just on the ground. Mm-hmm. And then Doc's like, well, let me see it. And it's clearly one of the rocks that were for sale. Yeah, but yeah. it was just on the ground next to all the other rocks. Uh-huh. And so I wonder what the movie's trying to say here. This thing that's different and and important and clearly worth money. He's just taking it because it's amongst all of the other rocks that rocks. just look the same i just yeah. i wonder what the movie's trying to say here I, th- I think that's significant i think that's just a metaphor of like well you know he's th- everyone treats uh doc way differently because mm. he has talent right while you know all the other black people just go and are like chauffeurs and things like that right right, right. and you know he's special mm-hmm. you know so uh he can so the rock so, is doc no i think the rock is everyone is is not doc i think rocks maybe i don't know i don't know I really, Something I'm, similar I'm, to I'm that. Try, I, maybe I sound sarcastic. I, I legitimately don't know what the movie's trying to say with the rock metaphor. I think that I think that's. I don't think the rock is dog. I think everyone who, all the rocks that are placed and are special up for sale, uh-huh. are you know are supposed to be like Doc, where it's like, oh, he's special, while everyone else on the ground, it doesn't matter. Okay, but so then, some people get left. But behind. that one rock that's on the ground, is, yeah, yeah. who's that? Is that Tony? I, is that maybe, why Tony takes it? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. 
I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, I don't know. That's that. Maybe we'll figure it out as we as we continue. I don't know. To I don't think you will. But okay. <laughs> so uh, I got to this point, and I walk in, and he's writing a letter to his wife. Uh-huh. Um, and he's he's do- a very bad writer. So he's a bad writer. And yeah. Doc is like, hey, you know what? I'm going to help you write this. And he reads it, and he's like, this is terrible. And everyone, and everyone in the audience is loving this. That was hilarious because he's so oh bad yeah. Writer. And um, big audience, big audience, by the way, a lot, a lot, of, of, a lot people. of people there. Um, <laughs> so then um, he's writing a letter and uh, he makes it way better. Uh, he's like, you know, and he's like, uh, this is some very romantic writing you're writing. He's like, yeah, I know I'm going to get it. And, you know, she receives a letter and she's, of course, enthralled by it. And mm-hmm. other people are jealous. And then um, they're walking down the street mm-hmm. and um, he see uh, Doxy's a nice suit. And he's like, let's go try it on. And, or um, Tony's like, let's go try it on. So they go inside, and uh, he's like, here, can I try a suit on for my friend? Forty size forty two goes in. He's like, no, you you can't try it on. We you can buy it, but and we can tailor it for you, but you can't try it on. He's like, oh well, I'm leaving then. So he left, and it's just it, he just you know Tony's like, I don't what that's weird. That's like the weirdest racism thing I understand. Yeah, <laughs> like, sort of thing. So I didn't know he was really that racist. I thought he was just like hanging out and was just being a pal at this point. I thought nah, they were all he was a big term. racist. Yeah, okay. But you know what? You know what changes racism? What? Being paid to not be racist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Um. Well, here's an interesting twist. Uh. So that that whole scene goes on, mm-hmm. and now a phone call. He gets a phone call. Uh. And he's like, okay, I'll, I'll answer the phone. He's like, oh. so he puts on his clothes. And goes and sees Doc because Doc's at a concert. He has right. to go talk to him. So he goes and he opens up. And the two cops have him arrested. And he's in the shower. Uh, Doc's been arrested? Doc's been arrested. Oh. He's in the shower with another man. Oh. And um, Tony's like, "What? what's up with this? And he's like, well, you know, we got to hold him because he was caught in here with another dude. Mm. So he's like, oh, look, can I just, I saw some nice suits over there. How about I just pay you some money, bribe you out of here? Not bribe you, but you know, encourage you to release my friend. You would not be a good limp. Yeah. Not, <laughs> Can no, I, I give not. you money so you release my friend? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, okay, that's fine. So they let him go. Mm-hmm. And uh, Doc's like, hey, why did you do that? Why did you bribe him to do that? And he's like, look, you know, it would ruin your, it would ruin your career if that ever got out. And hopefully, uh, there's not a movie made about it. They, <laughs> 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 he already got all the money anyway, so yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd ruin your career if this ever got out. And um, you know, just it, sorry it happened. You know, what, whatever. He's like, you don't even care about this. You just care that you're gonna get paid. Like, it's the only reason. He's like, look, I'm looking out for you. Okay, mm-hmm. this is fine. Right. So whatever. That's that scene. Okay. And then uh, he's going off to take him to the next job, and some Italian friends hit him up, and they start speaking Italian. He's like, why are you working with this guy? You know, I'll pay you double whatever he's doing. He's like, you got to work for us. And he's like, uh, okay, I guess so. I, I, I'll meet you guys later, whatever. I just, I, we got work to do. Mm-hmm. So um, he later that night, he starts walking outside and Doc finds him. And Doc is like, hey, where are you going? He's like, oh, I'm just, I'm just going out in the town. And he's like, then he speaks, then Doc speaks Italian to him because he heard this whole conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, you're going to meet them. And he's like, no, honestly, I'm just going out of town. He's like, well, before you accept that offer, I want to let you know, I want to offer you to become a road manager for me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll give you a promotion. You'll get more money, more responsibility and all that stuff. He's like, no, I don't want that. We already agreed to our thing. Let's do our thing. I'm like, oh, okay. So I'm not sure where this is going. So <laughs> in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, he didn't accept it. 
and now he's just going to go take that other job. Right. But he doesn't. They just go and hang out afterwards, and they talk, and Doc tells his whole story about, he's like, look, I wanted to perform classical music, like Bach and all that stuff, and, uh, you know, instead of the stuff I've been performing, like, mm-hmm. people want me to perform this, because that's what my producer said, that, you know, they don't want they don't want a black man playing uh, the classics. Classical, yeah. Uh, they want to play, like, my music or whatever, even though I've been trained you know, all my life to do this. He's like, well, you know, I think it's a good idea not to play the classics because, you know, it's your style and you want to play your own stuff. And he's like, yeah, anyone could play Bach. And then Doc says, not everyone can play it like I can, though. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm, I'm gifted at it. I've trained this whole time. And um, so trying to get some stuff, just skipping through here. <laughs> what, is that important? No, it's not, it's not, not important stuff. It's not just character, <laughs> just character stuff, little character moments, things like that. Yeah. Um, then they got montage of touring. Um, you know, he sees um, some people see him and they're giving him weird looks for driving the black man around and he flips them all off. Oh, yeah. And it's raining. So the cop pulls him over. Mm. Why? Because um, it's raining? It's That's exactly what he says. It's why I'm being pulled over. He's like, well, you see, not many people are driving around this town, so I pull them over if they're driving because this is a sunset town. He's like, what's, what's a sunset town? He's like, black people can't be out after sunset because it causes trouble. And I'm like, oh, okay. He's like, I never heard of that. He's like, look, I just don't let them drive. I just don't drink the same glasses, but I'm not that racist. Um, so then he makes him he makes him get out in the rain and like inspect him. He's like, well, you know, you're driving through here. You obviously don't know a lot, whatever. We got to inspect this guy. So it's out in the rain. So Tony's already out in the rain and now Doc has to be out in the rain. So Doc gets out and he, Tony's like, why are you making him get out in the rain? He didn't do anything, you know? And he's, he's like, a passenger. He's a passenger. And he's just like, and he rides that he rides. He's like, yeah, okay. Let me see your ID. So he's reading Tony's ID and he says, oh, hmm. How, what, what's your last name? He's like, it's Italian. He's like, oh, no wonder you're driving him. You're half N-word yourself. Oh. And then he just punches him. Tony just punches him right in the face. Oh, cop? Yep, cop oh, right in the face. Geez. So they end up in jail. So, so um, the movie's doing that then. Yep. <laughs> the movie's doing that. Oh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. then... Um, We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> well, here's the thing. is they, they, they do that whole thing where it's like, not so different, you and I. But then this scene happens mm. where he's like, yeah, I'm in jail. You know, I, st- I stood up for myself. And uh, Doc is like, you know what? I didn't do anything wrong. Why am I here? To the officers like, because you're out after dark or whatever. Mm. And he's like, this is stupid. You know what? If you didn't punch him, I w- we would have been. We're going to be late. I'm going to miss the show. Yeah. And it's all your fault. You know, you could have just kept your mouth shut and you know, because of your actions, I've been here now and I didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. And he's like, give me my phone call, Mr. Police officer. I'm going to make a phone call. So he calls the, the, um, someplace and they call back. It doesn't, it's not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Um, he calls someplace and they let him out. They let him out because the governor calls the cops and the governor is like, "You, you woke me up. Like, let this guy go because you know he's gone. Oh, he called Bobby Kennedy. That was who he called. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had you to find my know? notes. I forgot. No, I forgot. I forgot. It was mentioned later. No, you that just he, you know what Kennedy? <laughs> yeah, a Kennedy. Yeah. Um, and he's like, oh, you know, Tony's riding high. He's like, you got connections everywhere. Like this is great. And he's like, no, it's not. It's not great. It's not great. I had to call on that favor because now he thinks I'm just another uh, person who is a degenerate and just gets caught and, and caught yeah, and sent to thrown jail, in jail. And thrown in jail. Yeah. I'm not like, you know, a good person. Like I've been trying to be, you know, mm-hmm. dignity always wins is what he says. Mm-hmm. Um, not violence. So then, um, let's see. And he's like, you know what? It, it doesn't matter. Um, and this is, this is a pretty good scene. I thought, I thought it was a good scene. Okay. Um, 
uh, <laughs> Tony says, you know what? I'm actually, I don't know why you're so mad about this because I'm actually blacker than you. And he's like, what What are you talking? What? And he's <laughs> like, listen, you're oh, in your no. ivory tower. You're in your castle sitting there alone and got all this money. And I'm down here working hard in the dirt with all these people. Uh-huh. And, you know, you've never had to uh, feel what it's like to work hard and paycheck to paycheck, stuff like that, you know. Um, and freaking, he loses it. He's like, okay, pull over. I don't want to hear about this anymore. He's like, pull over. He gets out and starts walking in the rain. And Tony walks up to him and is like, what's wrong, dude? And he's like, look, you know what? I, I'm not accepted by my own people because I am rich. Mm-hmm. I also not, you know, the only reason I hang out with white people is because they pay me. They think they get cultured from it. Yeah. They think they, that I could be put on a pedestal and go, oh, wow, look at this person who's playing this, beautiful, this music for me. I feel so less kind of racist because of this. <laughs> like, it's all that. And he says, I don't know what I am, Tony. I don't fit in any mold. I don't, I don't fit well with black people. I don't, you know, I'm, I'm my own person. And he's just like, oh man, that's crazy. So then they both drive, they drive off, <laughs> gets back in the car. But it was like, I, I of course did a horrible job explaining that scene because I think this is where, uh, uh, it's just amazing acting talent. Oh just, yeah. Just no, the acting in this movie through. is really good. Yeah. It's yeah. fantastic. Both actors. Are and fantastic. this is just a whole like off the rails. It was great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's like, they're driving and he's like, you know, I'm tired. I want to sleep. Um, uh, doc says, and he's like, well, fine. I'll just find the closest room and we'll sleep there. And he's like, no, I need to, f- I will not stay at a place that does not accept me. Mm-hmm. And he's like, fine. I'll look at the green book. Ugh. So they stay in a place <laughs> and that's the name of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they do fixing up some more letters. Um, oh no, Tony at this point has learned so much that he can now start writing his own letters. Pretty okay. Oh. Although he says, Dolores, you remind me of a house. And it's funny because it's like, that's not what you want to call it. You don't want to refer to it as a house. He's like, no, a beautiful house with lights on, people uh, people living in it and all the stuff. And all those nice things. It's like, you, you remember a big white house okay. like a plantation. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so then he's like, okay, so he brings up, you know, we're home. Mm-hmm. You should write a letter to your brother. Mm. Is that ever mentioned? Right. Uh, it's, it's mentioned that, okay, so one thing is that... Uh, Doc had he he has a family, but he doesn't really talk to his brother very often. Uh, he also ha- was married once, mm-hmm. but then he said, "I couldn't play the part of a husband and pianist." Mm. Um, so that's his life. That's all. Okay, about there you go. Family. That's all he's got. Okay, yeah. and he's like, you know what? He knows where to find me. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm not gonna call him. He's, and then Tony says, you know, there's a lot of lonely people afraid to make the first move. Mm. Uh, um, mm. Mm. What are you doing that for? I don't, that sounds like one of those lines that the people in the theater go. They oh, go, mm, yeah, 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 yeah. The mom. Mm, the, the mom. Mm, yeah, the mm, mom. Mm, mom. <laughs> the mom. We're going to have to try to like find a trademark uh, title for what that is. Because I feel. Did you hear that? The mom moan. We'll the mom moan. Oh, I don't yeah, like that. I like I how like you seem so excited about it. And then you thought for about a it. Second I was. I was like, I was, no, I was surprised you latched onto that. I threw that out there as a joke. You're like, yeah, the mom moan. Wait a second. Wait a minute. <laughs> did you hear that in the theater though like, yeah yeah the right? mom mm. the mom mm. the yeah mom, mm. yeah Let's i don't go know mom, mm. yeah <laughs> mom, mm. <laughs> listeners write in what you think this room referred to <laughs> i think a mom moans all right uh <laughs> we're so good making mama moan we <laughs> <laughs> must be pretty good my mom was boning all night <laughs> Here you go. Oh, God. And everyone will be so confused when you say that. 
Put it on the back of the box. There's all these different phraseologies for like, like there's the there's there's the Chekhov's gun. <laughs> and there's the mob moan. Yep. <laughs> I thought it was going to be a red herring, but it's just a mom moan. Mom yeah. <laughs> All right. So now, um, what's what's this? What's he said? Something about Titsburg was a major disappointment. Oh, shit. Yeah. What's this? Earlier he said, it. hey, a friend, uh, Tony's, hey, a friend of mine went to Pittsburgh. They called it Titsburgh because all the lady there had big tits. And then uh, talks like, that's ridiculous. Why would the women in Pittsburgh have larger breasts than anywhere <laughs> else than, say, New York? And he's like, I guess we'll find out when we get to Pittsburgh. Hey! And then he eats an entire pizza. <laughs> Honestly, that is the best distillation of their relationship in like three lines. Like, that's it. There you go. Oh, by the way, that's a real thing that happens in this movie. Tony eats an entire pizza by himself. He seems like the guy who would yeah, do that sort of thing. In, it's actually kind of funny. He's in a he's in a hotel room by himself. And he He's writing a letter to his wife, and then he puts it down, and he gets a giant pizza and like put like pushes it together like a like a cannoli or something, mm-hmm. and then he just starts eating it. <laughs> I like it. I like this guy. It's pretty great. He's an everyday guy, you know. Yeah, like you know, every day. You know what I like to do every day? I like to eat a whole pizza <laughs> in my bed, <laughs> every grease day. everywhere. Got it. Love it. Love it. That's what I gotta do. Yeah, and I use bada boom, bada bing. <laughs> use my pillows as a napkin. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? And my wife wash them. <laughs> my she, wife. She hates it. <laughs> Think I like more the pizza? Borat. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> I don't know why I'm saying this. It's the 60s. <laughs> but I love my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> my wife. She's like a house. <laughs> All right. So, um, so, yeah. So he said, Pittsburgh, major disappointment. I didn't notice a difference at all. There and you then, go. And then who says that? Doc says, "Oh, Shut Tony says." Yeah, oh, Tony <laughs> says that. I was like, maybe Doc said, it. No. <laughs> like rubbing it in Tony's face. <laughs> we went to we went to Pittsburgh, and I would not say that it is Pittsburgh. In <laughs> fact, I've, I, I've noticed no difference whatsoever. <laughs> A quite quite average bird. Yeah, <laughs> quite average bird. <laughs> Median, <laughs> cross the line, average. The mean. The mean. <laughs> oh, Lord. All right. So <laughs> they arrive at a restaurant. They arrive at the place, the last stop of the tour, and it's a restaurant. Uh-huh. It's a fancy restaurant. It looks very plantation like. Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> why do you say that, Mike? <laughs> uh, so Tony's like, all right, you know what? Let's go in the back. And they're like, okay, here's your dressing room, sir. Uh, Mr. Doc, you can dress here. It's just like a closet, basically. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, Tony. I'm Tony. I'm going to go eat. I'm hungry. <laughs> Tony. Sorry, I messed that up. All right, Tony. I'm Tony. I'm, I'm Tony. Go nice to meet you. I'm hungry. I'm hungry too. Let's go eat a pizza. <laughs> so they go to the restaurant. He goes to the restaurant and waits. Uh-huh. And he sees, uh, I don't know what this is going on, but like some Cold War is like, Cold War's over. I don't understand what that means. And some guy from Russia's there. Have you ever referred to as the Cold War? What, do you uh, know what the Cold War is? It's, it's just, I feel like it didn't end in the 60s. <laughs> Who said the Cold War? Some Russian guy. So Russian guy's there. They sits down at the table. With, I guess they know each other. Have oh, you seen does he have glasses? Yeah. Okay. He's what? He's part of the band. Oh, okay. What? Okay. So that's a question. Where? Where does the band travel? What are you talking about? Well, oh, how, separate how? car. They take separate cars. They say a separate car because they can just do whatever they want. They know where they're going. They have the different life. They, they just do their thing. They, and they just, just do their show, own thing show, by themselves. Okay. So they don't want to hang out with them. Yeah. The Cold War is sort of like there was like this weird hatred between that guy and tony during the whole thing okay i thought it was like the legit cold yeah 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 yeah. because he's russian (laughs) so well that's uh, the funny thing is tony thinks he's german because he he was like 
fucking kraut because oh my god because tony apparently was in world war ii and he's like fucking hit all those germans should have bombed the fuck out of them <laughs> it's like we were on the same side <laughs> anyway until bot- we weren't yeah until we jerry weren't. the cold war yeah. which is i guess foreshadowing yeah i don't know <laughs> the cold tony, war was this foreshadowing. is foreshadowing cold war we're gonna have it watch out watch out for now let's just drink vodka though which is what he orders he orders vodka they're uh-huh. all hanging out uh-huh. it was weird because i just did not know who those people were yeah. because i saw i guess i saw them but i never like saw them right 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 right, right. anyway so now uh doc comes he's like i want to sit down but can't the, the the restaurant owner's like uh you can't sit because uh you're black and <laughs> they're like uh he's like but i am the entertainment here all my band i guess now it makes sense all my bandmates are over there <laughs> and he's like i saw you know tradition we can't have them over oh and god so tony comes over he's like what's the problem here and he's like you know tradition we can't it's just people coming over here we can't have them doing that people get frustrated you know and upset mm-hmm. and he's like okay it says so bring them aside he's like what's up with this like he's like well you know we had the boston celtics great team came to town wanted to eat at the restaurant we late. We did everything for him except let him eat at the restaurant, <laughs> and that's just the way it is. It right. is just how we do it. And uh, he's basically gets really pissed off and punches. No, oh, puts him against the wall. Oh, so okay. yeah, Pretty about close. that. But then um, Doc comes in. He's like, "Fine, I'll play. Whatever. I don't care." You know, because before he was like, "I'll play, and I have to eat. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm out." Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fine, I'll play." He'll and then Tony play. says, "You know what? Nah." We don't need this money because <laughs> no. he's getting paid too. Right. Then, so they get out of there and, you know, there's a whole thing and he's making a big mess. He's like, you know, I'm, it says, you want to go eat at this other place? Says, okay. So they go to like uh, a, bar, uh, a bar full of black people that are just hanging out and having a good time. Mm-hmm. And they come, they both walk in and everyone's just staring at them because uh, no one's wearing a suit. Oh, you know, yeah, they're yeah, yeah. all dressed up all nice, you know, uh-huh. and... Um, and there is a white guy there too, which is also like, okay, where'd you guys come from? <laughs> and so they go and they sit down and um, he, Doc orders a drink and they order some food. And I guess it's fried chicken, which I didn't think was important, but it is. There you, you go. Just, they both, they both eat it and they love it. Isn't that great? And then um, there's a band and um, he's like the the waiter or i guess the bartender is like hey what, what where why are you dressed up like that like it's like oh he's the greatest uh magician ever you know he's a great piano player but he's you like, keep saying magician rather than magi- musician and it uh, weirds me out every time i don't know why i say magician every time i think it's like a a, a freudian slip i just <laughs> i just really want him to be a magician because yeah. i think i think a great traveling magician story would be way more interesting than like a pianist <laughs> i want to see him do magic too close disappear. to penis for you yeah <laughs> Because then you'd Freudian slip that. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You're a great penis. <laughs> you really know how to play that penis. <laughs> All right. Um, so then he goes and he's like, oh, show him. And he goes and he plays amazing, beautiful classical music. Everyone loves him. And they're like, this is great. And then the band comes up and then he plays uh, jazz music. And mm. it's great. And everyone has a good time. They leave. And there is a scene earlier where he pulls out a wad of cash, mm-hmm. Doc does, mm-hmm. and puts it away. And then Why did you he... see some guy. Well, he has to pay for it. He has oh, to pay for the food. Right. And some guy sees him. And then they walk outside and they leave. And he's like, that was great. All right, well, I guess let's go home then. Oh, no. And then, uh, no, because freaking Tony walks up 
and looks at the car weird and is like, there's something behind the car. And he just pulls out a gun from behind him and fires it in the air and these two dudes just run away. And he's like, never pull out a lot of cash in a bar that big. Are you crazy? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like, all right. White savior, gotta love him. Anyway, also, it's uh, funny because earlier on they ask him if he has a gun and he said no. Oh, so yeah. So he was lying then. But that's the thing is he brings it up later. He's like, so you do have a gun. I there knew you go. had a gun. There you go. Um, and then something about um, it's raining and they're nervous. Oh, no, it's snowing and it's really scary. And he's like, put, put your rocky, lucky rock on the dash. They do that. And then a cop pulls him over. And they're like, oh, man, not again. Freaking cops mm-hmm. always coming in. And they pull it over and um, he's just like, your tire's messed up. Oh. It's like, oh, okay. Then they get it fixed and they drive on. And they're going to try to make it. This is Christmas time. It's going to yes. try to make it for Christmas. Right. And it's just, he can't. No. Tony's too tired. He can't make it. Oh, so no. They almost get there. And then cuts to everyone having a great time at Tony's house, Christmas time. Uh-huh. And what are you referring to his wife for that for? Oh, huh? Tony's house. Okay. Tony's house. There's <laughs> <laughs> family inside. Right, yeah. Smells like a roasted goose. <laughs> So then, turns out, Doc drove all the way back. Wow. He drove all the way back, and then, does, wake up Tony right at your house. Does he ever refer to as Tony as Miss Daisy? No. <laughs> no. He wakes up, Tony, we're here at your family. So I was like, oh, I can't believe you drove. Like, thank you. You want to come meet my family? He's like, no, it's okay. <laughs> Merry Christmas. And he goes home. And Tony goes in. Everyone's like, yeah, you're here. It's great. We love it. And we're so glad you're home, Tony. And then uh, he kisses his wife, and they're all happy. And then we cut to uh, Doc's house, and it's just a big, well-furnished, empty apartment. Mm-hmm. And, all his, and his butler is like, shall I you know, unpack everything for you? And he's like, no, go home to your family. And he sits there alone, and he places the lucky rock on oh, he in, stole in his the rock. collection. He stole it. Uh, well, he stole it from someone who stole something. It's yeah, fine. exactly. And he just sits there alone, and then... You know, freaking Tony's in there and everyone's like talking and um, having a good time. And he's just sitting there quietly. And then the door knocks. And you're like, oh, man. He goes, opens the door. And it's Charlie. It's old man Charlie and his wife Martha. And they've come to join. What are you, who's Charlie? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just some random old Italian people. What? Yep. Just and some it, Italian people showed up. Just Italian people show up. And Charlie like, and Martha. Yep. Charlie Who Martha. are they? I don't know. But... You know, Uh-oh. some guy in the family was like, oh, I'm glad you're here. It doesn't matter, right? Because you know who's really behind behind is Doc. Doc's there. He oh, showed up. He showed up okay. a glass of wine. I was so confused. I thought you meant Charlie and Martha showed up at Doc's apartment. Oh, no. I was like, Doc goes Sorry. up to the door, Tony's- opens it up, and there's Charlie. <laughs> Charlie's I'm like, like, hey, Merry Christmas. And for a second, I'm like, okay, Charlie must be his brother. Nope. nope. It's just an Italian nope. guy. <laughs> Never. Oh, talk- this is the wrong place. Nope. <laughs> Okay, all right. So, so Doc then arrives. Doc arrives, and they're jo- all like, hey, Tommy's everyone's place. like, oh. And then they're like, oh. ah, it's fine. We got him a place. We got a place to sit. It'll be great. And then they have Christmas. And Wait, then, why is everyone like, oh? Because there's a black guy in the house. But then, then he says, what now? He says, we got him a place. It's oh, great. no, wait, no. They, they immediately are like, oh, it's fine. We'll just get him. We'll get him a table. And they're all welcoming, and it's fine. They have oh. like a split second of you know, racism, and then they have to push that back <laughs> down in them. You know? That's how it works. That's how it works. Yeah. Just push it back then. Go, oh, <laughs> it's okay. Well, but, my whole life I've hated you and your people. But I have no reason to now. It's <laughs> the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> this is how it works. <laughs> so then his, his wife comes up. Uh, and hugs uh, Doc. Mm-hmm. And Doc says, thank you for letting me borrow your husband. And she says, thank you 
for helping him write the letters. <laughs> and then the movie ends. Oh, I was like, that's not ending. Alrighty. And then it shows like, there's their friends until they both died. And that was what it showed in the end thing. And Doc went on to do more things. And Tony. Do they have photos of them together? Yeah. How many? Wait. <laughs> do they? <laughs> there's definitely one. There's definitely there's one. There's like one photo. I think of there's them. one. Okay. Yeah. All and right. Then, and then when they're both old, they're just separate photos. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> they they were best friends till the day they died, but we can't find a photo of them together. It's yep. old and people. Yep. They don't want to take photos. Oh boy. Well, that's just great. Scared to suck a soul out. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I have a lot of mixed feelings about this movie because Me too. I actually it... mixed feelings really. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> the word mix. Oh, okay. Context. <laughs> that was Jim Crow. Oh, God, mixed feelings. Oh, God. Yikes. <laughs> because I actually kind of like this movie. Wow. In a weird way. Okay, why? I don't know. <laughs> I think it's because it's very it's very comfort food. Yeah. Like very. It's chicken. Don't think about it. Yeah, Just exactly. Relax. And yeah. I was like, and I think the thing is, is they had such good chemistry together. Yeah. That the actors, the actors had great chemistry. That I was just like, I just want to see these guys just go through shit mm-hmm. and just do minor things and talk to each other. Like I like that. Yeah. I like that. I just that's kind of what I wanted in this movie. And if I didn't know any of the bullshit behind it <laughs> or any of that stuff, I'd be <laughs> like, I'd be like, hey, okay, this movie is totally a okay. It's chicken. Just eat it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't is worry it, about. Is it a best picture nomination? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's weird. It feels like. The a Hallmark help. movie. Yeah, it feels like The Help uh, or like Blindside yeah. that came in here. Oh, God, it does feel like But Blindside. it feels better than Blindside, I would say. Does uh, it? Yeah, to me, it does a little bit. Okay. Um, But I, I think it's on the level of like Help where it's just like, okay, cool. <laughs> help? The, the Beatles help. movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> better than The Help where, but it does have that same feeling where it's help. like. I need a green book. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like it's, it, it. It has that whole like very conservative way of looking at racism where oh, it's just yeah. like ah racism's over ain't that ain't that good even Look, though there's like everyone little... in this house welcome to this one yep. black man into the house and isn't it good that never happens anymore yeah like back in the day isn't that nice yeah and it it's like no even though there's like glimpses of kind of like actual like shit like him being like i don't fit in anywhere you know mm-hmm just because you think you're blacker than me because you have less money it's like it's like it, it's weird it's that it feels like that was going for something but they didn't go for and it that's it's, what bothers me too it's like the movie constantly like there's one line i didn't bring up that i thought was actually pretty great so they arrive at the first hotel according to the green book mm-hmm. and um joey's walking around it that's his name right joey tony 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 i don't know why i keep saying joey i don't know why i keep saying magician <laughs> tony's walking around and he's looking at the hotel and he's reading the green book and he goes this place says it's as cozy as your own home what does it mean by that this is a this is a dumpster he says of this hotel that uh. black people can stay at and i think because tony keeps saying like i i'm like a black person yeah. i i work hard yeah. and it's like Tony, you don't know the first thing about what a black person does. Yeah, you hate goes them. Through. Yeah, exactly. You don't. You. What are you talking about? This is the first thing t- time you've heard of a green book. He like, looks at him, and goes, "They work hard. I work hard. That's it. We're and the, the same movie, people." The movie never seems to argue this. You know, like the movie brings up all these well, things I th- wrong I th- with. I, him. I think he. I think it does kind of in that point where he, uh, uh, Doc, kind of Says, confronts him and is like, "You know, you're not. You don't understand this sort of thing either." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You're, you're not like that. Yeah, you know, I don't know. That that's the one point where it accumulates. And I he's just like, okay. I'm... I wonder if people, moms going, mm, watching this movie, are like, you know what? He's right. You know, that's the thing is, I it, it does it where I see it, but I don't think anyone else. I don't think will so. really grasp it's on chicken. that. Concept. Don't think about it. Yeah, don't just, think about what that rock represents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like yeah. 
it's a comfy Hallmark movie where in the end everyone hugs mm-hmm. and nothing bad happened after that among race relations. Nope. We have we Racism's have a, over. We have a, a black man in the movie written by three white guys mm-hmm. telling you that violence isn't always the answer. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. That, that's and, my favorite Martin Luther King quote. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know? And so I don't know. Like that's it's really hard for me to watch this movie knowing a bit of the background behind it, but I think it's a great examination of the people that made it. You know, yeah. the people that were behind this movie and 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 because I, I read a little bit, too, and it's like apparently the people that made this movie did not do a lot of uh, research as to who is still alive on yeah. dark side of the family. Because well, if you look at the story, it makes it sound like nobody's alive and he's estranged and nobody talks to yeah. him. And it's like, apparently that's not true. And apparently he was very active in the black community mm-hmm. and uh, all that stuff. So like, yeah. It, they did the bare minimum of research yeah. on one of the main characters of the movie. That's why it's inspired. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's kind of hard to watch this movie for me and looking at it and going like, I don't know. Like, it's 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 just fine as a movie. It's but fine. As an exa- yeah. It's just fine. But yeah. as an examination of, like, race relations no, and, it's, like, it's trying surface. to pat everyone on the back. Like, you know, sure, uh, Italians came over to this country and they were uh, horribly uh, looked down upon and insulted, mm-hmm. you know, but they were not enslaved yep. <laughs> there was not a mass insla- a mass enslavement and they nope. clear they also weren't taken from their homes yep. and brought here that's the drastic difference in the way the race relations of the people in the, in the yep. world that's you know true and the other thing is the guy didn't know that he was italian until he heard his last name you know we can just walk around exactly as a white guy and be accepted by most people mm-hmm. you know I don't well know. I, I think that is also one thing that the movie kind of touches on a little bit with. yeah like yeah they have that scene early on where he goes you know, youth. That's my favorite scene in the movie when uh, uh, he's outside. And he goes, "Look, I'm just like all the black people," and he's like, "No, you're not. You could have gone in the house if you wanted to." Yep. There's a difference between you and everybody else. And I don't know. I, I wonder. I don't know. Like, I, I wonder if there's some kind of deeper message that this movie's trying to push other than that. I don't I think, know. I think it's. I think it's. I, I mentioned it. I feel like it's kind of there. Yeah. But you have to search for it. And if yeah. you're just. You know, I've, this movie doesn't have any teeth, though. Yeah. Like, it's it's like... Oh, it couldn't have eaten fried chicken if it wanted to. <laughs> no. It could gnaw at it a bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could gnaw yeah. at it. It could pull and you'd the be skin like, off. Yeah, you could pull the skin off and be like, look at this. And it's yeah. like, oh, I ain't gonna touch the rest of it. <laughs> it has that thing where if you're not looking for it, you can watch this as, like, old, I'm not racist, white person and not understand any of this. Mm-hmm. And watch it and be like, oh, yeah, man. That's true. All right. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Racism's bad. Yeah but not really look at it how it reflects today yeah, because yeah, it's all yeah. in the past. You right. know? It's no, all in the past. Absolutely. This is safe. And, and it, for me, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, I see how this still happens. You know, it doesn't matter. Hey, if you have money, you can get by with a lot more stuff nowadays, no matter mm. the color of your skin because that always speaks. Mm. But still in the end, people are going to look at you you know the cops are still gonna pull you over mm-hmm. and still, that still treat, treat you poorly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's that's something that's kind of touched on, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, it's fine because it all happened back then. Or also, and it's gone now. No using black people as like a commodity of being like, I'm a cultured person. Like, yeah, like, uh, like that's of, interesting. Too. One of the great movies of last year uh, that was not nominated for anything. Fucking sorry to bother you. Has a great scene where they're like begging another black person, a, a, a group of a group of white, a, a room full of white affluent people are screaming at a black guy to rap. And yeah. it's like that is that is very accurate in in, yeah. in society. That's a very real thing, you know. It's just like perform for us. Perform sort of for yeah, us. Exactly. We want it, we yeah, you're not on equal terms in mm-hmm. in really in in this in this situation. Uh but I don't know, like I, I I guess I just wish and it wouldn't have been a hard thing to do, but I wish that there had just been a bit more uh, of a conversation between the people writing this and yeah. the actual people that this dealt with. I think the problem with this is it's just like it 
it, it feels like there's two like you have what Black Panther was also nominated yeah. and uh, Black Klansman, yeah, which I feel like are much. And and there was sorry to bother you, which was like snubbed Big basically. Time. Yeah, and I was like, that should have been like sorry to bother you should have been here. This there was been out. a movie that came out I've been meaning to see also called Blind Spotting, which was also dealt oh, with yeah. race relations. I didn't get to see it. Is the uh, Beale Street? I can't remember Beale Street. Beale Street. Talk uh, created by the guy who fucking won an Oscar two years yeah. ago. And yeah, it's like all these were snubbed. And it's just like here is this toothless movie that. Audiences love like everyone in the movie thought this movie. So like, I thought honestly, I thought the humor was pretty pretty good on this movie. I mean, it like, is directed by Fairly Brother. Is it? Yeah, it's directed by one of the guys who made Dumb and Dumber. Oh shit! <laughs> I didn't put the two and two together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, I thought the humor was pretty good in this movie. Pretty funny. Makes sense. Pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, audience loved it. And yeah. So it's a it's a car, it's a crowd pleaser. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I bet none of these people saw Black Klansman in no. this movie here. I bet none of these people saw this is yeah. Real Street. I bet none of these people might probably didn't even see Black Panther. No. Oh, shit. Yeah. Totally. They probably didn't see any of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, this is, like, the most popular movie that deals with some... with uh, Race relations. With race, race relations at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's very safe. And it's very and safe. It's chicken and relaxed. And relaxed. And don't think too much about it. Don't think too much about it old white person i I, i'll let you know i was trying to leave the theater Uh and there was just a bunch of old white people trying to leave and they were just going that was a great movie i really liked it you know he was a great actor and i'm like all right right about that it's like uh, nominated (laughs) and the guy in front of me is like you know my my agent he (laughs) he has a he has a ollie on speed dial what yeah (laughs) i was like what the fuck's going on i was like right in front of me let's see how we have this conversation agent I, I guess is he like a famous it was just man? This union guy. My oh. union, my union guy has him on speed dial. We're oh. best friends. Whoa, that's pretty cool. And I'm like, hmm, that's a very familiar story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, yeah, all I'm thinking here is wondering what that rock represents. That's all I'm thinking. <laughs> I want to know. Mm, there's many different ways the rock represents. We should maybe look it up. And we see should if we can find anything out. We'll see. Should all we right. do that right now? We should. And we're back. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. All right. So I there's not a whole lot of stuff we missed. I guess one thing that I kind of thought about while we were quiet or researching, quietly researching, um, <laughs> is the fact that I am a little disappointed that when I first heard about this movie, I thought it was literally a, the story of how the Green Book came that would have been cool. to exist. Yeah. Um, and like how it was written and how it was distributed but through gas stations. And that's a really interesting story on its that's own. That's a very fascinating story with uh, probably the main characters who are, you know, African-American. Yeah. And, you know, the sort of experiences yep. by writing all that. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's not in here, though. No. No. <laughs> it's just a weird story about... Um, I wonder Tony. what that movie is going to be called. Because uh, this one already stole the title Green Book. It's going to be called so, The Green Book. Uh, <laughs> or Greener Book. Or The Book. The Book. Yeah. Oh, there you go. The uh, Book. No. Um, <clears throat> I, <laughs> Vigo Mortensen apparently had to gain like 40, 50 pounds. Yeah, there's a story of him meeting this the the family of the the the, pe- the person he represented, uh-huh. and it says it almost destroyed me because I hadn't gained weight yet. I hadn't expected expanded my stomach it was almost lethal when the family assumed he was declining more helpings because he didn't like the food he felt compelled to finish his plate but every time he finished a plate they brought another one i said goodbye i did a we did a picture together i limped to my rental car i made a big show of oh i'm driving back to manhattan and i drove around the corner parked my car leaned my seat back undid my belt and lay there for an hour just groaning oh no (laughs) oh no well you know what else he said on the interview he probably said the (laughs) n-word That really happened. I did. I forgot. For, I forgot about that part. But one of the other controversies is, uh, yeah, Viggo Mortensen <laughs> dropped the end bomb. Right, but he did it in a way of like 
he he did yeah, it. it. Yeah, it, he like framed it in a way of saying like we this needs to be part of the discussion. Mm-hmm. But, I don't like saying this word, but let me just say it. But let me just say this word. And yeah, it's like that seems like something that who would be like, yeah, this movie's great. Like would say, it's like, yeah, I like this word. But I'm gonna say it. <laughs> well, it's the perfect. I'm not racist, but uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah, you know, yeah. that's fine. Whatever. I, saw, I guess I saw like a I saw a review for this, which I thought summed it up pretty well. But I'm gonna try to find it. Go ahead and tell me if there's anything. Uh, not a whole lot of other interesting trivia. Um, apparently, Viggo Mortensen had like a crow he found. He tried to revive it on the set. Kind of fun, <laughs> I guess. Was its name Jim? No, it was Larry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I almost thought it would have been there. I to be honest, I, I, thank you. like what? I wasn't. I was trying to bring light to it. <laughs> um, it's one of the crows from fucking Dumbo. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, right, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say like. Um, it's just like one thing that a lot of places are mentioning is that like, oh, you know, it it wasn't that fun to be in the South as a black person at all. Yeah. Like as it was portrayed in here, it was just like, oh, they won't let you try on the suit. It's like, no, they're mostly going to beat you up. Yeah. There's later, I think there's like one scene where he gets beaten up in a bar, but that's about it. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they, they reflect it as being much worse and constantly being scared for your life. Oh, I bet. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Um, uh, yeah, there's one. This is the review I saw. It's, uh, it's on uh, Letterboxd, which is a great app people should be on. Uh, the review is the story of how the racist guy who says I'm not racist, I have a black friend, met that black friend. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> dude, like, yeah, totally, very yeah. accurate. Yep. Yeah, um, yeah. I I read about another thing too, where um, yeah, the family of Doc came out on this movie saying like this. A lot of this is like not historically accurate. You didn't ask us about anything. You didn't come forward to talk yep. to us. And uh, the guy, uh, the actor who plays Dog Mahershala, apparently like got him on the phone and said, "Hey, I was just I was just working with the material that I ha- had. I apologize. I wasn't aware that you guys were alive. So that was the thing that happened too. It's yeah, like he was not made aware of the he fact apologized. That he apologized. It was not made aware of the fact that he could have actually been talking to the family yeah. of the person he was trying to portray. It's kind of weird, but a little weird. Maybe it's true. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. It sounds like he just like takes his dad by his word because he's not a bullshitter at all. Because I mean, that's the thing is like. You have you have a movie that says that this guy's a bullshitter. It's written by the son of that guy, and then like their first instinct when brought to the point of like, hey, a lot of this isn't real and not accurate. The first thing is to say, oh well, we didn't know. We didn't know that you people were around. We didn't know that we could have talked to you people. Yeah, but it's like that's not a good defense. No, that just goes to show how little fucking like research research you've done into this at all. Hey, I'm a screenwriter. I'm just inspired by it. Yeah, you know? exactly. They should just not even put that on a slate. They should just been like, whatever, and change the names. Yeah. Just had not? a little fun story, but I guess probably no one would watch it because they wouldn't feel like, oh, it's like true, you know? <laughs> is there uh, anything else you'd, you'd read I, up on? Here's the only last thing I thought was kind of funny uh-huh. is that um, if you go to Green Book Film Wikipedia, see also... <laughs> Jim Crow laws, uh-huh. list of black films of 2010s, uh-huh. weird, and then white savior narrative in film. <laughs> Very accurate. Pretty funny. Um, Very accurate. Yeah, I don't know. I, I like this movie more than I thought I would because I thought I was going to hate it, but I wish I liked it more and I felt like I, it's a missed opportunity for an actual dialogue. An actual dialogue. I, I wish it had a little more teeth. Mm. I felt like it was going there and I felt like it could have. Yeah. But then at some point, maybe someone's but edited or. Then it wouldn't have been as comfy to watch. It wouldn't have been as comfy to watch. Do you want, do you want uh, a perfect chicken that's, that's that you know, home homegrown and perfectly prepared and maybe it's got a little bit of bite to it? Or do you want KFC? Hmm. 
Well, um, most of America wants chaos. I mean, most of America wants chaos. Right? <laughs> most of America won't. Which is kind of weird, actually, because I read up. Apparently, this movie didn't make a lot of money, but now that it has Oscar buzz, oh yeah, everyone's going out to watch mm, it's it. It's almost like, yeah, I wonder if that happened. Yeah, it's it's it, twenty three million budget, fifty nine uh, million made so far, mm-hmm. and it's probably only going to get better. Oh yeah, because that theater was full. You know, the Oscar buzz it really it really brings a movie up. I almost wonder if that's why they increased the limit of best pictures to ten. Oh yeah, probably because they're like, well, I can just have more money in the pockets. <laughs> want to go see it edwards can sell that um that pass to see all the movies that's true and we'll re-release them and it'll be great and we'll put them in china because apparently this movie's coming out in china too yeah there's a great poster for chinese audiences yeah, to watch screen book like, will okay. that be edited at all i don't know <laughs> probably not there is one chinese character and they do not treat him very nicely oh what <laughs> yeah there's a lot of racism around that too so i don't know oh. but uh yeah well guys if you like this episode and if you guys want to tell us what you guys think the pretty rock is referring to please yeah we can us. find that by the way i don't know yeah i, I tried it looking up, it nothing. up it's just like some cursory people talking about it i want to actually like think about this i, I want to know what they think it represents yeah anyway if you want to get a hold of us and talk to us about that you can email us at email at the other half podcast.com or you can find us on facebook instagram and twitter and if you like this episode and want to listen to our previous ones, including our previous episode on uh, Bohemian Rhapsody, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play Music, and Stitcher. And while you're there, please leave a five-star rating and review. We will read it on the show no matter what it says, especially if it's some kind of examination about what that rock represents. <laughs> I am very much into what that rock represents in the movie. I think it's the key. Huh. That's the key. Yeah. Uh, Mike, I got to ask. Yeah. This and Bohemian Rhapsody. Yes. Which one do you what's, I prefer? preferred? Because they both kind of have the same issue. Yeah. Just kind of like glossing over the history a little bit and making it coming from a weird spot. Honestly, I feel like they're the exact same movie. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of, I feel like I cared more about the characters in this one though a little bit more because I, they felt a little more real. They felt a little bit more real. Mm -hmm. Um, I like the, I felt like there was chemistry. Well, I felt like they weren't uh, wearing awful wigs. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) While, uh, um, Freddie was just over the top and like uh, by himself. Like he didn't have anyone to bounce off of, which kind of, I don't know, I can relate to as much as these, these two guys' chemistry. Mm-hmm. I, I'd say these two are very much on equal footing to me. Okay. I think they're very similar. I think they're both very just blah movies. Mm-hmm. I, they feel like TV-made films. Like, these yeah. movies should have been, just could have been made for television. There isn't, like, something ridiculously, like, Im- impressive to them for me. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd say they're on equal okay. footing. Okay, I was just curious. Definitely near the bottom so far. Yeah, I was going to say. movies for me. What about you? Oh, also at the top, because there's no other ones we've watched. I've watched. I know. I know. I know. Lying. I'm talking about for the podcast. Oh, I see. For the podcast, I, I would put this movie the slightly above Bohemian Rhapsody, but okay. not much. That's fine. Not much. That's only right. only because of performances. I felt. I thought the performances were yeah, really good in this movie. Yeah, but you know what? They Malik did a great job. Bohemian Malik did a good job. So, guys, tune in next week for our next Oscar podcast episode. What will we watch? Who knows? Who knows? Could be anything. Ah. Will it win the Oscar? Won't it? We'll see. We'll see. Ah. Uh, Good night, everybody. (laughs) 